Hello, welcome and welcome back to the Millennial Data, the podcast where we'll be discussing how to navigate relationships as millennials or Gen Z. I know relationships are hard to navigate on your own, so why don't we do it together? Welcome. Hello guys, welcome to another Hashtag Relationship Thursdays. I know the episode is coming quite late to you guys, but uh, I'm recording this on Thursday evening. But still, it's still Relationship Thursday, so better late than never, as the Englishman said. Why did we always used to say that in compositions? For those who did the 844 system, they can relate with what I'm saying. Like, as the Englishman said, you know, used to write that, used to sprinkle that in compositions, and you'd feel like you're the guru, like you're the shit, you know. <laughs> but, well, those are really good days. But uh, let's get into the podcast. I, my, I hope your week has been amazing. My week has been really chill. I am still trying to figure myself out because now school is almost over and I've had like a week of freedom and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with myself? And I just started watching a series. I have been watching Netflix like nobody's business. And uh, But I think that's not the way to go. I am still thinking, I'm still figuring out stuff. I am still figuring out the content for this podcast. I'm thinking about uh, my future, you know, now that school is going to be over in the next, like, uh, actually, I think school is going to be over in less, in almost a month now from today. I think school will be over in slightly over a month from today. And I want to, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. So there's a lot of thinking about that and you know, overthinking. I'm the overthinker, so a lot of ideas are in my head. So enough about me and my week. I hope your week was amazing. Uh, let's get into the podcast. The title episode, uh, the title of this week's episode is Insecure. Insecure is a song of Saudi Soul's latest album, Midnight Train. I have seen them on Instagram. I think they're on tour in the United Kingdom. And I can't wait for them to come back to Kenya and just do a concert because I told my friends, like, I have never been to a concert. I've never been to these festivals that people go to. I don't know, Oktoberfest and stuff like that or Blankets on Wine. But I, I, kid, I kid you not, when Saudi Soul come and do that album tour in Nairobi, I will be there. I will be there. I don't know where the money will come from for the ticket, but I will be there. Well, Insecure, that that album has really gotten me through a lot during the pandemic because it was released in 2020 I and it was the first album that I listened to from beginning to end other than the ones that my dad used to buy, the CDs of Celine Dion and Mariah Carey. Those were, I think, the first albums I ever listened to. But that was the first latest album that I've listened to from beginning to end, and I loved it. I sing along to all the songs. The, all the songs resonate with me in different ways. And it's, when I was thinking about uh, things this week, I thought about insecurities and how in the theme of friendship and self-love, how we are insecure about ourselves and the things that we do and the parts of our body that we're insecure about. So about insecurity, I have a, a little bit of a story time about how I really felt. I think I felt really bad about something, about a comment that was made about me so many years ago, and I don't know. I think I re never really figured it out and think I, until I think a few years ago and I was like, oh, that was really shady. So when I was in Form 1, I was in the drama club. I just joined it straight out of, like, on my, I think on my fourth, fifth day, I was already in the school play. Like, yeah, and I started going for functions. I started going to the festivals. I went from the zonals all the way to the nationals that year. 
I remember I even missed my primary school prize giving where we used to go. I, I remember we used to be told that all the form ones, you should go with your different uniforms so that the school can see where the different places you went to and stuff like that. I missed that and people were actually told I was at the drama festivals. Interesting. So enough about it. I digress. That was not where the story was supposed to go. Uh, the story is about uh, when we were, before we went to the nationals, we ha we were practicing so hard and we wanted to defeat some school that had defeated our school the year before. And uh, so we called on uh, a very well-known director at the time. And uh, I will not mention names as always, as obviously in, in the podcast and in any form of content creation, you just don't use people's names, you know, because copyright, you know. So this guy came and uh, I was in a group scene. I was one of the, it was a school-based film. I th I th it was a school-based play. I think the opening scene had us in uniform and in school and stuff like that. I remember, I think I had one line. I think, yeah, I had, I had one line the whole play. But uh, I think the guy who was to do another line before me wasn't around that day. So I was doing his line as well. So... I remember that director guy just gave another character who was in the play a line and told them to say, even the weakest student is here. And I was like, okay. I was like, wow. Well, I assumed it on the fact that I was really tiny. I was in Form 1. I was really tiny. If you know me, I am very tiny. I'm very short, very slim. So maybe at that time I was around, uh, I think I was 14 in 2012. I was 14. Yes, I was 14. I just turned 14. And so I think I had the body, I think, of a 12-year-old or 11-year-old. I was really, really tiny. So I thought maybe that was what it attributed to. But then another friend of mine uh, commented about it a few years ago on my birthday. He wrote a long paragraph just reminding me about that whole incident. And I felt really, really angry about it. And I was like, wow, why, why am I so angry about this? And I was like, I was really insecure about that because I wasn't really a good actor, but uh, I felt like I was a good actor. I was trying my level best because, well, at the time I didn't really like, I don't know how I felt about the school because I had barely been in school for like two, three months. And I, I didn't know how I felt about the school. So... But that comment really got me thinking the other day. And I was like, wow, I, that was really shady because I was trying to do my lines the best way I could because I was a Form 1. I had no formal training in acting. I was learning on the job and I was trying my level best. Maybe I wasn't the best of actors because, well, I didn't continue with it. It wasn't my passion, but uh, I really tried my level best. But to be called the weakest student, it felt really, really bad. I have always been insecure. Also, I have always been insecure about my weight. I think, if as I said, I was I have been a very slim boy. I think when I was five or six, I was really chubby because my mom used to push food down my throat. I think my mom comes from a generation where they believe when a kid is plump or fat or big, for that matter, they seem to be healthy. But when you're slim, it's like you're underweight or something like that. So even actually speaking of weight, wow, yesterday I was just looking at my BMI and my BMI told me I am perfect. My BMI is okay. So I, I am healthy. And I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. And my mom keeps on commenting, oh, you're losing weight. My mom and my sister always like, you're losing weight, you're losing weight. But I always get solace in the fact that my dad's family is not, they're not really that big. My dad and I are not uh, on the bigger side of life. We are really slim. So I really argue when people ask me why I'm so slim, I tell them it's in my genes and I'm like, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. We all have very various insecurities. <laughs> Enough of my story times. We all have insecurities and uh, 
I think insecurities is what uh, makes us different. Sometimes our insecurities might be about our bodies. We are too fat. We feel like we are too big. We feel like we are too slim. We feel like we are too short to, to be in a relationship because girls out here want guys who are six foot. And there are people like us who are five five and we are like, oh Lord, what are we going to do with our lives? But then you remember people like Kevin Hart have wives and you're like, yes, I'm still going to get me a model one day like Kevin Hart. So just keep it, keep the faith, you know. So our insecurities manifest themselves in different ways. It might be your physical appearance. It might be your intelligence. It might be your value, your worth in a relationship. You might be wondering, am I worth, am I worth anything to this person? Am I worth being in a relationship with? Why do people always leave me? Why do I always have to happen to be the side chick? Why do I always have to happen to be the side nigger or something like that? It's all, we all have insecurities. And sometimes I think... As a part of self-love, I think we should all deal with. I think we should all find a way to deal with those insecurities because uh, the insecurities sometimes are attractive. Sometimes they might be attractive. Like people are, are attracted to the fact that you don't see how handsome or how beautiful you are, just as you are. Because being different is amazing. Being different, being uh big, being small, being slim, being tall, being short, everything. In between, we are all beautiful in our own unique ways. And I think sometimes the insecurities are sometimes the best part of us. But if you feel your insecurity is something you can work on, might as well work on it. But just remember your insecurities sometimes might be the thing that makes you and sets you apart from everyone else. And sometimes those insecurities lead to very meaningful friendships, you know. When you're insecure about yourself, you will feel when you find out someone else is like, oh, I'm also insecure that I'm big, I'm insecure that I'm small, I'm insecure that I'm short or tall. You might end up making very meaningful relationships with such people. But as a part of self-love, just learn to embrace your insecurities. If you feel that those insecurities are worth being worked on, especially if they're physical, like being big or being small, you can work on them because, you know, it makes you stronger. Maybe like me, because I was told I was the weakest, I would have felt, no, I would have gone to the gym and started working out and lifting weights and stuff like that. But that's not who I am. But I'm just going to work on that because acting initially wasn't for me. But uh, I felt, I thought about that comment for a very long while. And I was like, wow, I am weak. I am weak. Well, it didn't hit me so much that time but it later on really hit me when my friend said it but i've been working on that and i'm going to work on that i hope like me you will join me and work on your insecurities if you feel like they're worth being worked on but also remember within those insecurities these insecurities make us different and some and they make they make life the human experience worth living you know so i hope my ranting helps you guys as we work on our insecurities this week let us remember that uh, if you want to work on it, you can work on it. But remember also, we are meant to be different and our human experiences are all different. They might be the same, but they're all different in their own way. Thank you for listening to the Millennial Data Podcast. For more updates about the podcast, you can follow me on the Millennial Data Podcast. That is one word on Instagram. And uh, in the meantime, until on the next episode, I hope you guys continue keeping safe as you maintain healthy and stable relationships. For me here, it is goodbye.